pretty songs. A 90s rock podcast. I'm Seth. I'm Marissa. Hi. Hey. How's, how's it going? It's going. It's definitely going. It's autumn. Oh my gosh, it is autumn. How do you, wow. how are you feeling about that? Ugh, I just like have never dreaded daylight savings more <laughs> in my life, right? Yeah, I think so. Except I am completely incapable of understanding what how daylight. Like, I never know what's about to happen to me, and like, it, <laughs> like I just can't keep track of are we like gaining or losing, what? and like how, like Fall what back. It, fall yeah, back. Yeah, no, I can't. My brain. Spring ahead. I don't no. know what those mean. It doesn't help. <laughs> You fall back like you said it back an hour. I mean, you also just yeah. I know, just can't think about what that does. Just remember that you're always gonna feel miserable in the fall and happy in the spring because it gets dark at like three p.m. in the fall. It's so sweet that you think I might feel happy in the spring. That's great. I love that. <laughs> well, like you feel better when it gets dark at nine p.m. than yeah. when it gets dark at. Four o'clock. Do I feel bad? or three I, o'clock? You're underestimating so how early. you're underestimating how much I like being cold. What? Like, you've said this a few times I know. <laughs> in the I, last few I, weeks, and I can never tell if you're being serious. I'm being serious. I will never complain about being cold because I would what? so much rather be cold than hot. Uh, that, that I'm always sense. like so relieved when it's not hot. Ugh, I don't know. I mean, it's such a Sophie's choice. Is that the right word? <laughs> I have no idea. term? Maybe not. It's just that they both suck. I feel I would choose heat if I had to choose one just because then like. Oh, man. Yeah. You should write a book of poems called I Feel Like I Would Choose Heat. That's such a good title. Um, maybe. Oh, should we man. say what we're doing this week? Yeah, we should. It's on talking about. Themed. We're talking about the Smashing Pumpkins. The Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, I was surprised man. to go online and learn that it, I actually thought the band was just called Smashing Pumpkins. I didn't. Oh know. yeah, I wanted to talk about this. Good, like, I thought what you. What the might. hell <laughs> is it? The Smashing Pumpkins or Smashing Pumpkins? I mean, Google says it's the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, Genius says it's the Smashing Pumpkins. I feel like it became the Smashing Pumpkins when Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness came out, but on the cover of. I'm holding um, the, the the liner notes for the cassette tape. You of, sure as hell are. <laughs> Pisces Iscariot. And um, I feel this says Smashing Pumpkins. I'm pretty sure Siamese huh. Dream says Smashing Pumpkins. Like I had a Siamese oh, Dream point. poster in my room in middle school, and it definitely said Smashing Pumpkins. Great point. But they like became the smashing but pumpkins. does it say sm- the smashing pumpkins on melancholy and the infinite Sun? on the cover of the album i think it does um let me do a little quick <laughs> a quick goog a quick goog here uh i think it does it says the smashing pumpkins yeah. you are correct so that's it <sighs> it's weird right like yeah yeah because like they mean different things to have same, a the. same more I don't know. It's like this. I feel like when you say the smashing pumpkins is a verb, you're like smashing the pumpkins. It's Halloween. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mischief night, if you will. (laughs) Did you call it that? Never. Was that a (laughs) Connecticut thing? Yeah, we called it mischief night. What did you guys call it? I called it motherfucking Halloween. No, the night before. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Oh. 
That's what I, mischief took I place. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't think I ever called that anything. Halloween oh, Eve? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard it called like Devil's Night. By the Jeez. way, it is uh, November 4th when we are recording this. <laughs> just just missed Halloween by a hair. You're airing me out. Is it like how long it's going to take me to get this thing edited? It, it could be. Who knows how long it could be. <laughs> no, but I just mean that like we were listening True. to Smashing Pumpkins during Halloween week. Mm, yeah, we had some grand plans to try yeah. to do this thing earlier, but we were... <laughs> <clears throat> I w- it was my fault we were derailed, but we it's were derailed fault. nonetheless. No. Yeah. Um, oh, no, but I was just going to say, like, the night before Halloween is when, like, I feel traditionally one would smash a pumpkin. Yeah, no? you bring, bring the ruckus, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, if you will. But anyway, so smashing pumpkins is a verb. Be mm. smashing pumpkins, it like becomes an adjective. Yeah, yeah. The adjective is smashing, which is fucking weird. Yeah. It's like uh, British or something. Yeah, that's what I wanted to bring up. Is that what they were? That's clearly like a piece of what they're going for with the name, I think. Huh. Well, okay. So I looked it up earlier and like the name, I, I think, um, let me find this. Okay, the pumpkins part of the band was chosen at random, uh-huh. according to this article I was reading oh, earlier. Oh, so it could have been smashing anything. Well, as, as Billy Corgan said, quote, it could have been any vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. It, it has a nothing a to vegetable? do. It has nothing to do with pumpkins or Halloween. It just came to me. There's no related story. Like, okay. Every 90s band we talk about <laughs> loves to tell us about how stupid we are for, for thinking. thinking anything means anything. <laughs> Go tell it to Ed Roland of Collective Soul, man. Talk to him. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I guess it's a vegetable that has seeds. Right? I thought things with seeds are fruits. Oh, fruits. Good point. Like, so tomato is a fruit. A zucchini right. has seeds. I thought zucchinis are, yeah. Vegetables, these? same family as pumpkins. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I would, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, ca- I wouldn't care to guess. <laughs> but yeah, it is weird to think of a fucking pumpkin gourds. as a vegetable. So where do gourds <laughs> fit? Yeah, where do gourds fit in? It's a good question. <laughs> what the hell is a, is it a gourd just like a dried, what is a gourd? Is, is a, a gourd anything? Gourd? Except a gu- like a... a- I'm just Googling is a gourd. Botanically speaking, squash and gourds are fruits because they are part of the flowering plants that contain the seeds. It's a totally responsible thing to just read the first sentence that comes up on the internet when you Google something, right? <laughs> oh, is a gourd an overarching term that encapsulate pumpkins, yeah. squashes, and yeah. perhaps zucchini is what? Just yeah, squash. I think so. Okay. Is this zucchini a type of squash? Is hold uh, on, hold on. Let me, we made let, me zu- ask, <laughs> let me ask my magic eight ball. <laughs> we made zucchini or no squash soup earlier this week. It was in so fact, big. zucchini is a squash, according to the internet. okay. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Good, <laughs> it could have been any vegetable, like you can't really smash that many vegetables, Billy Corgan. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the smashing rutabagas. <laughs> What is even a rutabaga? Shit, now I have to go. I don't know. What is a rutabaga? This smashing, like, broccoli is like, you can't smash anything. A rutabaga is a root vegetable. 
Mm. Also called a Swedish turnip. Yum. Um, Whatever. Well, seeing as we end up talking about for like an hour and a half on this podcast these days, maybe we should start talking about the band. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Let's talk about the band. Um, what were your uh, What were your Smashing Pumpkins moods when you were a child? Oh wow! I don't know. I feel like, um, oh gosh, my moods. Or like, I don't know. Yeah, give me your like uh, your history. I loved. Um, I feel like I loved Smashing Pumpkins before the band. the. the. Oh, okay. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um yeah like I don't know I was I was really into um I was really into to smashing pumpkins I loved yeah. them um I I feel like I was really into like Siamese Dream and is it, it Pisces Iscariot is that how you say it Iscariot like, yeah Iscariot I looked yeah. it up it means a a person who betrays another I didn't know yeah. that did you like Judas Yeah I guess so. That's what yeah. that's what everyone associates it with, except me. <laughs> I actually didn't know that. I just thought it was Judas's name. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that either. Like I didn't. It, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I loved. I loved those albums. Loved. I. I feel like I loved like um, like the sweet, like the softer Smashing Pumpkins more oh, than like the edgier stuff that came later. I know. I. I mean, I I feel no, like well, no, I'm I don't because like I sort of associate I, my, my favorite album by them is Melan has always been Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, mm-hmm. and I sort of thought that I was be, that that was like a softer experience. Well, it is I get well that's a, yeah maybe soft is the wrong word entirely. Like mm. it's just his voice, I guess. Like I mean, it's like. I feel like I have like um, it's kind of like I guess a, a controversial opinion, mm-hmm. but I feel like I could like kind of like do without melancholy and the infinite Holy sadness, shit. which I feel like is like a weird. I feel weird and confused about yeah. that fact about myself because it feels very like I feel like it's like almost like a like a Gen X vibe. <laughs> <laughs> like, it feels, like, weird. Oh, like, to shit on melancholy. Yeah, like, like I yeah, don't yeah. even know why. Like, it feels like, I feel in my mind, like, it's, like, later Smashing Pumpkins, but it's, like. Totally. No. And it feels very different in vibe. Mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right about it, that it's a different thing. My, and Yeah. And wh- Thank you. We're going to get into, I don't know how much to say here before I, like, talk about what my picks are, but, like. I know. Um. I've always been a little ashamed of myself that it's my favorite Smashing Pumpkins album. And I think this, I think what this comes down to here is this is another moment of like your like older sibling, your privilege of having an older sibling. That's a really great point. Like, um, uh, Melancholy and Infinite Sadness was the first Smashing Pumpkins album that I listened to. It's a really good point. Um, and I, so I like, I, and I remember buying it. I remember buying it because it felt like this huge, like because it was a double album mm-hmm. and the artwork was like it's like they had like a whole art direction for the album basically it was oh like my gosh yeah it all felt like this like immersive experience that felt so big to me like totally. 
that it was also just that it was like a big purchase. Like I think I had Ooh. to spend like 25 bucks on it or something oh gosh, like, which is like, wow. you know, more than most CDs and like, um, but uh, yeah, I remember going back, like I, I was into it so much that I quickly went back to Siamese dream and like, I would actually argue my picks are going to fly in the face of this, but I think Siamese dream is their best album. Oh yeah. But, it's so good. But there's just like, um, like on Siamese dream, there's no bad songs. It's just like every song is so good. Right. Yeah. And I feel like on melancholy and the infinite sadness, there's just like a few songs that I love so much. Yeah. Like I feel like on that album, it's weird because I just never like, it's like, I feel like there were like hits Mm -hmm. and I loved the hits. Yeah. Um, but it's just like a very different, it's just a very different thing. Yeah. Like I never got, there were so many songs and I feel like I didn't like love that many of them, or maybe I just didn't even have the patience. Like, I'm sure I listened to it, Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I also had on CD, like the first two, I had them on tape. So it's like Mm. the ease of skipping songs (laughs) was there. Like you could just like skip over everything. Like royalty just sitting on the throne. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, away Ah. with this song. Bring me the next one. (laughs) Oh, exactly. Um, did you, (laughs) did you, uh, ever, ever see the Smashing Pumpkins? I never did. Did you? I did. Yeah. I saw them in eighth grade, um, with, um, our, our friends, Courtney and Dave. Dear God. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Where'd you Um, go? Oh, I don't even remember where it was, but I think we went with Court's dad Mm -hmm. and, um, I feel like garbage opened for them. Ooh. I want to say, yeah. Um, Ooh, gar- when are we going to talk about garbage? I know we really must. We must. I have a very funny garbage story for when we Ooh. get to that podcast. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it was like yeah, like it was like the melancholy and infinite sadness tour in mm. like probably like 1996. Mm. Um, it's pretty cool. That's very cool. Yeah, the yeah. zero shirt was prominent. Ugh. That yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Um I also wanted to ask about your Smashing Pumpkins shirt. <laughs> did I have one? I don't know. I guess maybe you did it, but I was hoping you did and I could I just don't. ask like that. Okay. <laughs> but I should ask you about yours. <laughs> oh, well some, okay. Some of us might have got one recently, I think. I know. Some of us some of us may have ordered a Smashy Pumpkins Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness tie-dye crop top um, off yeah. of the internet this week. Yeah, it, it wasn't me, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, yeah, I um, I don't know. It was kind of an impulse buy. It's great. I was searching for my my like original smashy pumpkins t-shirt which was purple mm. i feel like it was like a rare like i found it i think it was the starla t-shirt because it had Jesus. the words to starla on the back and it had this like intergalactic like alien dude on the front giving a thumbs up <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> and or maybe he was like an astronaut i don't really remember wow. but the it 90s. wasn't a, yeah it wasn't a, a, a um a shirt I saw often. Huh. So that's what I was trying to find it. And I, when I Googled it, I found this other shirt, which I purchased immediately. Purchased and I it. wanted to wear it for our recording. I received it yesterday, but I was really cold. 
Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's my first crop top. Um, <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Sneaking, wow. sneaking it in under the wire six months before my 40th birthday. <laughs> Maybe I'll do my first one. Yeah, you should. You really should. Yeah, Um, we'll see how it goes with with the crop top. But um, I don't know. What's the phrase? Just say maybe from. Just say maybe. I feel like that was like a really big part of my like smashing pumpkins experience in like middle school. It's not ringing a bell for some reason. It was like on some. Maybe it was on a smashing pumpkins shirt. Oh, yeah, I think it was a Smashing Pumpkin shirt that said Just Say Maybe. Rare, vintage, 90s, Just Say Maybe Smashing Pumpkins shirt. Hmm. I didn't have this shirt, but I just remember thinking, like, the phrase Just Say Maybe was so cool. Yeah, very cool. In, like, seventh grade, I was like, How ambivalent. Really ambivalent, kind of, like, (laughs) pro-drugs. Yeah. That's I good. I was really into it. That's good. Um, um, yeah. Should we do some honorable mention work here before we get into our picks? Yeah, let's do it. Um, um, do you want to go first? Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess like there, there was a lot of there were a lot of songs this week that like felt like important to mention. And yeah, we're indulging ourselves here. Yeah, we're indulging ourselves. I guess like the one I wanted to make sure I shouted out was 1979. <laughs> that I didn't pick it. It's really weird that neither of us picked it's it. It's really weird. I feel kind of bad that neither it's of us picked it. It's many people's favorite Smashing Pumpkins song. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess like, well, I was telling you, like, I feel like that song is like, it feels like looking into a mirror or something. Mm, like, it's yeah. almost like it was too much. Like, I, I, I feel like, I think it's like I loved it so much that like it, I like, I, I guess I played it out maybe. I felt exactly the same way this week that it felt a little too familiar. To yes, me. it was exactly. It's a great way of putting but it. But I actually, so like I came to this realization with the songs that I picked that like, I like a messier version of the Smashing Pumpkins than that song. Like oh. I like, I like to feel like um, the cup of Billy Corgan's emotions is like overflowing a little Ooh. messily. Like, I think that's what's going on in the songs I like the most. And in 1979, the 1979 just feels so like under control. Yeah, that's true. But I kind of like that about it. Yeah. Like it has almost like a, um, I know what you mean. It's great. It has like a, like a, um, I don't know why I'm, I'm like, I'm reaching for the word shoegaze here. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's yeah. not accurate at all. Like, it's just kind of like a, yeah, it's a very level feeling song, but it is yeah. like, I feel like what I like about that song is like, or what's always drawn me to it is that it's like an, it's like an, a song that's like overtly and formally about nostalgia. Yes. Which that's is cool. Totally. It, that, that like moved me so much about it when we were kids. Yes. Same. 
Yeah. Same. Great point. Um, I, I wanted to shout out um, uh, the Soma. Which was like a really, I can't, in some ways I still can't believe I didn't pick it. I like uh, went into same. the week really thinking I was gonna. Um, but yeah, I'm all by the heart myself, wants what it wants. Ugh, yeah. As I've always felt. So yeah. cool. I feel like Soma too. Like I remember like, these were like, like I remember like writing the word Soma in like my like poetry journal in oh, like yeah. seventh grade. Like, just, oh, yeah. like, really into the... Like, doesn't it mean, like, some... It's, like, sleep. It's, like, related to sleep. Or the body, uh, like, somatic. Like, um, okay. But it also... I, what I think they're going for is that it's the, like, drug everyone gets in 1984. Oh. It's like It's, like, the drug everyone is taking. Okay. That the government gives you so that you don't... That's what you it's know. called? It's called Soma. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, um, yeah. I have, like, a confession that I've never read that book. Big whoop. I mean, I, th- <laughs> I think that's fine. I should read it, though. Yeah. I mean, I would never have read it if I hadn't been assigned it senior year. I wish school. someone had assigned it to me. Yeah. Like, what the hell? We read it for our existentialism unit. What? In high school, you had an existentialism unit? Amazing. Yeah, in, in an AP English. Ugh, what else did you read? Which was the class I did the worst in in all of high school, by the way. I um, fucking didn't get put into UConn English my senior year. Which is the most bullshit well, that thing that's ever real? happened in my life. It's like the like AP, the I advanced, guess. Yeah, uh, like yeah. I was in the one below it. Oh man, that's ridiculous. Because my junior year English teacher like didn't think I was that good at writing. <laughs> <laughs> and it like Sucks I was like to her okay. Asmar. <laughs> oh, I really liked her. I loved her, but she's she could she had me convinced I wasn't a good writer, and I was like Damn. just like gonna roll into the future with that truth about myself. <laughs> but <laughs> high school teachers, really cool people sometimes. Just like oh my god, let it be known though that these things have an effect. You make a kid feel like they're not a good writer, and they're prepared to just accept it forever. Yeah, yeah it's true. Um. Anyway. Wait, what? There was something. Oh, I was gonna say something about senior about English, though. Oh, you asked what else we read in the existentialism. Oh, of we read um, "No Exit" by Sartre. Wow, uh, by Pearl Jam. By- <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh man, <laughs> that really got me. That was good. Oh my god. I- um, really want to listen to that now. Let's start talking about the songs we picked. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's do it. I think <clears throat> we're doing. Okay, so we'll do my my number three. Yeah. Uh, first, which is Muzzle.
sadness. Sure is. This is sort of what I'm talking about when I talk about like the cup overflowing messily. Um, right. I just like uh, love this song so much. Um, and I love that he, it's like this person like screaming about um, like the most, I don't know how to put it exactly like, but it, like some very teenagery kind of stuff. Like the mm. song starts with, I fear that I am ordinary, just like everyone. Um, yes. And then it just like proceeds from there to continue being like this incredibly melodramatic. Everything in it just feels huge, <sighs> including the instruments and like the, like the drums and the guitars. It just like, it all feels like it's like way too much. Yeah. Ooh. And then there's that part towards the end where it's like the anaphoristic section of like, and <gasps> I knew exactly where I was and I knew the meaning of it all. And I knew the distance to the sun and I knew the echo that is love. And it just goes on that way. And I love that so much. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. I remember like liking this song, like, I just have a really hard time with this album for some reason. It's like this song is very like representative of like, I feel like I want your help. Like, it's like, I mm. don't understand the tone of like some of the songs on this album. Like, it's like you said melodramatic. And I think that's what bugs me about like a lot of like the whole vibe of melancholy is like the vibe of like, it feels like I don't even get the title of the album. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah, are yeah. they joking? Is it like, are they self-aware? This song, when I listen to it, it's like, I think the melancholy, the, uh, the melodramaticness, like, bothers, like, it, I it, I find it, like, off-putting. Does in, it, it um, feels this, like, sorry, does it feel, do, um, I was wondering, does it feel like it isn't earnest to you? Yeah, like, that's the problem I have with an, a lot of the songs on this album where I'm like, are they aware I guess it's because I feel like they sound. I feel like when he, the whiny quality, yeah, 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 I find it like I don't like it as much as like when Smashy Pub, when like Billy Corgan is like an angel crooning. Like I like that better, and I feel like on like this song, it's like eh, maybe he's not whining on this song, but like no, I he don't totally know. is. I agree is with he? I agree with your with everything you're saying. I I think. Okay, I'm trying to like figure out what it this album always seemed so weird to me at the time. And yeah. it's it's because of what you're talking about. It's like there is something really I hadn't ever put it in those terms, but like there is this contradiction going on between um like the title of the album is this joke. Like the word melancholy becomes like melon like M E L L O N collie like a dog like um right and like the phrase the infinite sadness like <gasps> you can't help but not it like it um okay so i had texted you earlier this week that like that title the title of this album feels like this joke you and i would have really liked <laughs> back back then or something i love and, this theory and so like much. i think part of it is that it's like when you're, I think the reason it wins for me. So I, I totally understand your critique. And like, if I felt that way about it, I wouldn't like these songs as much, but like for me, the reason it like gets through is that it feels really satisfying 
like the songs themselves feel overblown and earnest and but like somehow they're both overblown and earnest at the same time like Mm -hmm. it feels like this um i don't know like that i like should hate the tone of this album It, it like that in some way it's like making fun of sadness or making fun of angst or something, but it's so in it that I like, it makes me just love it even more. I feel like, yeah, it's like, I can't tell if it's making fun of it. Like, well, you brought up like the title of the album and that's like, I actually think like as a like 14 year old or whatever, I was like, put off by the title of the album. Like I was like, what? Like I didn't understand it. Like, I think I like, I think I honestly thought me like, it was like this weird thing where I was like, is it a pun or does it just happen to sound like the word melancholy? Like, it's like, I didn't understand that. Like, I still don't like, I don't get it. Like, I don't either. I don't even get why they didn't just call it. Like, I feel like if they had called it melancholy, what would we have thought? Like what would have happened? If if it had just been the word melancholy, right? Like melancholy and the infinite sadness. Like I honestly, I, I, it's better. I think I like it better. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're like making fun of yourself. But it it's also the reason why it works in a weird it's like if if okay, if the song Muzzle was on an album that was like sad without winking at the sadness a little bit, it would just be like ridiculous. It's right. like it's the winking I think I just couldn't wrap my head around the winking at age yeah, yeah. fourteen or something. Like I was just like I felt annoyed by it. Yeah, I, don't I still know why. think I do. Like, it's I like, feel annoyed I think, by it. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's like because yeah, if they had just got, it does feel a little like like you're not being brave. Like, if you called oh, your album "Melancholy," the word "melancholy" yeah, and yeah. the infinite sadness, like that's so fucking cool. It's like yeah, you're yeah. saying the same thing kind of twice. It's just it's like true. a, but it's also like maybe it would be bad. We can't know. We can't. We would have hated it. It's a different world. If it is but, a different world, we would be living in. Yeah. But there is something like they, there is some like weird, tiny like ground that you can find between like where you're you're like sort of admitting a kind of like miserable sad like a young person's miserable angst, mm-hmm. but like like smirking at it. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, but, I get that. And then I think, but I think what's really important, the the reason the album works is then, is that then when I listen to it, or the reason it works for me, is that then when I listened to it, the songs felt so like um, earnest. They, mm. uh, like yeah. the, the song, it's this band that like knows how to be arch and like, uh, like a little devious, but then they the songs are earnest anyway, and that gives them some sort of like special power. It's Ooh. like someone who's too too cool for school suddenly not being cool, and like, um, oh, interesting. Le- so at least it felt that way to me. And like, so I at like the that. at the end of Muzzle, like the thing that really hit me this week about it, like why I couldn't get it out of my top three, was that line, like the very end of the song where he's like. Um, and the world so hard to understand is the world you can't live without. And I was thinking about how stupid the line, the world you can't live without is that it's like uh, logically stupid. Like, of course you can't live <laughs> like you live in the world. So of course you can't live without the world, but it's like, 
it yeah, started to feel like this comment about like the like making life be meaningful in this really sweet way and i, I just like it hit me that line hit me real hard this week for that reason no totally yeah like i feel like um Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Like, it's like when he repeats, like, I knew the silence of the world. I should love it. But I like I don't like it for some reason. It's so weird. Like, I don't I feel like it's just I'm weirded out by like how. Like, by like how much the like earnestness of the song like grates on me. It's very unlike me. I don't get it. I don't get what's happening. Well, maybe it. Is it possible that you don't buy it? Like you don't yeah, buy it. Yeah, I think that's innocence? what it is. Something weird is happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it would be like I don't know how to examine it, but it's like what's really interesting here is like why I'm buying what he's selling and you're not. Like Right. Um Oh my god. I, don't know. I do like when he says um oh the part where he's like it's for the girl I've loved all along or whatever. Like yeah. I like when he rhymes word with girl. Like, yeah, like I feel like I like the like smaller moments. Like I feel like yeah, just like yeah. saying it's for the girl I loved all along. And what does he say after that? Like, and what is something Can about a taste love? of love be so wrong? That's cool. Yeah. You know what I love about the, for the girl I've loved all along line. It's um, I remember, uh, I'm trying to think of what this was like when I was first getting into poetry, like someone made this, like there's this thing that can happen to you when you're first like reading poems where like the poem, it's like heart. You feel like it all has to make sense. And then like someone will give you permission to just like, um, like just like listen to a poem be read out loud and just like, don't worry about what you're paying attention to and what you're not paying attention to, but just like make note of what you, what you do here. Like what does get through your filter or whatever? Like mm. what make what does make sense to you in the moment? Like without further study. Right. And like, he's like just blathering about all this stuff in this song. And then you get to, it's for the girl I've loved all along. And it's like very clear. It's like a very clear right. thought. I uh. love that. No, it's so yeah. good. I also love the secrets in your spires. Like what? Yeah. What yeah, the that's... fuck? That's incredible. Yeah. Um, oh man. Yeah. What did you call it? Anaphoristic. That section. Yeah. What does like, anaphoristic mean? Anaphora, again? like when you repeat, which I believe, oh, right. like you repeat the like, opening oh, yeah, phrase, cool. like like in the "I have a dream" speech. Uh, yes, I knew. Ah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, and then, then, and the world, and the world is drawn into your hands. And the I world like that is etched upon your heart. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I like going from the eye to the world. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. Anyway. Yeah, and it's like new. I feel like the new is it like knowledge or is it just like familiarity? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was thinking about. It's that. like the it's. It's the poetic no or something. It's like, um, I like, it's like, I was aware of. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Or I am. Right. Aware of. Like, I feel, I guess that's like familiar. Like, it's like you experienced it. It's not yeah, about like yeah, certainty. Yeah. I knew the distance to the sun always, always stood out. That's great. Right. It's a, cause that's a, I love that that's like a, you could look that up. Right, you could look like you can't up. look up the meaning of it, but but he's not talking about like what you can look up. He's talking about like some other idea. Right. Yeah. Right. 
That's cool. Um, why is this song called Muzzle? You got anything? I, I don't oh, have yeah. any. I, I can't help with that. I, don't. I can't help with that either. Like, yeah. uh, yeah. Okay. I fear that I'm ordinary just like everyone to lie here and die among the sorrows. Drift among the days. <laughs> he says for everything I ever said. Yeah. I don't know. I was just trying to think about like a muzzle in relationship to like. I don't know. Not being words, able to speak. Yeah. Saying things. Yeah, no, that's probably I don't it. know. Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard the words I'm singing in these songs? It's for the girl I've loved. Yeah. yeah that could be a muzzly kind of like uh, not being heard. You're yeah, wearing a, wearing a muzzle. So. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, should we move on to your number three, which yes. is also my numero uno? Oh, my God. Yes, your number one pick. Do you think you should say it? The world is a vampire. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, it's bullet with butterfly wings. The world is a vampire. title that, we, that needs to be dissected like what i always think happening? about a bat for some reason or like a bomb i don't fucking know yeah i don't know why a bat yeah that makes sense i like mean like a bat a, like yeah you know, yeah sure a bat. not I like mean, a baseball a, bat there's a prominent rodent in the song sure yeah 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 <laughs> maybe there it's sure a song is. about a bat is he actually saying, despite all my rage, I am still just a bat in a cage? I think he just might be. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, oh. Oh. Um, um, cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, this song is my it's my number three choice. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, it's weird. Like, I feel like I, I really do love this band, but I feel like I have like a love-hate relationship with like a lot of these songs. Samesies. This song is so weird. The tone of it, like yeah. it's like, what is happening? Like this isn't what mo- most confusing. Like it's yeah. like, is it sincere? Like it's like, he, it's like almost cartoonish, right? Like it's like the phrase, despite all my rage, I am still just a rat in a cage. Yeah, is like so. It's like arguably like very obnoxious. Yes, right. Like 
his voice, like it's such a, it's so whiny. The most whiny. The oh. most whiny. Yeah. Like it's like an annoying baby. <laughs> he literally, did you watch the video this week? I really meant to. I don't understand. I just was very busy. Okay. It's okay. You, I had a lot of work to do. Um, in the video, he looks, he's got this like totally kind of detached thing going on. Okay. Um, Does that, he look and like a you know the part at the baby? end where it gets quiet and he's like, he he's like uh and then he screams like b- but it's like quiet before he screams yeah like when he's yeah so during that part he's literally like bobbing his head back and forth he's like oh. like singing the chorus like despite all my rage i'm still just but it's like he's turning it into this like sing-songy thing with his head and it's like that felt really interesting to me um and I guess I would also, the song sort of flies in the face of like what I was saying before, like unlike Muzzle and unlike my other song that I'm going to talk about later, like um, this one feels totally, yeah, like like it's out, um, like detached from the emotion of it or something that it's like, wow. or, if, or uh, that's the wrong way of putting it. It feels like it's like... Um, Making fun of something, maybe, but um, but I don't know totally. I mean, I feel like I, I don't feel like it's. Do you, I know what you mean, but I also feel like it's a very like emotional. Like he's it's like earnest. screaming and stuff. Well, yeah. that's what's confusing to me. It's like ah, it's just weird because it's like he's like whining and like comparing himself to a rat in a cage. Yeah, but then he's doing like the um. Like the the like Pink Floyd thing of like complaining about how hard it is to be a rock star. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like what does Can he say? Can you fake it Can for you just one it? more show? Right now I'm naked, nothing but an animal. Can yeah. you fake it for just one more show? And actually, I real I was like reading about the wall. Did you see that? Like Billy Corgan said. No, that he called melancholy and the infinite sadness like the wall for for. Gen X or for oh, the 90s. Oh my God, of course. <laughs> Shit. Wow. Which is like, I don't even know what to do with that exactly. Yeah. Well, I feel I feel humbled by it a little bit. <laughs> Say more. Oh, just like that. I don't know. Like, it would feel like I wouldn't be proud of myself if The Wall was my favorite Pink Floyd album. Like, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be like psyched about that. You know? uh, is it? It's not my favorite Pink Floyd album. I don't know. Like, I I think it might. I don't know if it is mine. I think it might be. What is your favorite Pink Floyd album? Um, I mean, it's well, the not one the I was best the one, but the one it I probably was the, is my favorite. But hmm. sorry. Well, the one I was the most Wish into weird, very weirdly <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> the one I was the most into was the real that one Piper at the Gates of Dawn. <laughs> So good. So I had a good. really weird, Incredible. bizarre relationship with Piper at the Gates of Dawn for some wow. reason. Were your parents Floyd I've fans? Got a bu- no, I, I like found that album on my own somehow, like when I was working at the I've record store. I've got a bike. You could ride it if you like. It's got a <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so man. Good. I mean, yeah, it's like, I guess like even saying like this album is the wall for like the 90s or whatever, like it's like, what a, what a thing to say. Like, it's like, is that earnest? Like, is that, are you like earnestly a fan of the wall? Like, do you, like, I can't even, I can't imagine a person 
who who listened to and loved the wall like more than myself <laughs> in high <laughs> right, school. Right. <laughs> but I still feel like it's like to say that. First of all, it's like, are you? I don't even know. Like, it's like I feel like the wall is kind of like corny, but it's also like, is he saying like we're epic? Like, or like that that it's like some sort of like uh, like a huge philosophical statement? Exactly. Like, is it a commentary on the wall being like? Like, do you just uncomplicatedly huh. love the wall, Billy Corgan? <laughs> or do you like... Are you even earnest, bro? <laughs> um, I don't even know. Despite but... all my rage... Uh, so I, this week I was thinking a lot, of, obviously, about despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. Ugh. And it feels more profound to me than it ever has for Ooh. some reason. And actually I was thinking, I keep saying this to people and they keep thinking I'm kidding, but I think it like is a, it's a pretty good mantra. Like I'm getting some comfort from it. Like, <laughs> uh, like given where we're headed as a society, maybe it like, it feels like this thing I should just like repeat to myself and like accept like <laughs> wow a mantra if, for acceptance yeah despite all my rage i'm still just a rat in a cage i'm like imagining you like in a yoga pose like meditating repeating that to yourself honestly i'm like it, it, there's been a couple times this week where i've almost like teared up over it like Whoa. it's like it's really doing something to me that See? that it is not like <laughs> that's about other shit like i, I shouldn't put that on no no i just feel like it's so oh it's just hard like it's like but is he since that's the confusing part it's is like he he's sincere? like this it's like why is he when he says that like does he does he really expect us to like feel bad for him like I well isn't it I I guess like I'm tempted to say that like what that his tone in saying it is similar to what I'm feeling now, which is that it's like I think it's ridiculous. It's like a ridiculous thing to say, right? And I am like totally moved by it. Huh? I've it's never occup- felt moved by it. I have to say, to- yeah. I I don't think I ever had felt moved by it until this week. <laughs> I think it's like a cool idea. But I don't know if I find I'm just interested in that. Like, yeah. do I find it moving? Um, I feel like it's like a me- like it's like a metal idea or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's like <laughs> like it's like um, I don't know. Like it's a very yes, exactly. It's definitely something you like hold up a metal side yeah. to like or like when he starts like screaming and stuff yeah. like it's like you would one might mosh to that section. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like right. Ra- I don't know. Like. Something about it, it's like, I guess it is moving. Like, I guess when I was a teenager, I found it like something like it was definitely like tapped into something emotionally to say, like, despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. But it's just I think I'm just having a hard time understanding what it means for an adult man to say that in a in a song where he's also like complaining about being a rock star on an album that he has claimed is the nineties version of the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is that like, um, okay. Is like, so is, uh, despite all my rage, I am still just a rat in a cage. Like the nineties version of saying all in all, we're just another brick. Oh, that's true. That's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god wait all in all we're all just bricks in the wall yeah. okay so like a rat in a cage i guess a rat in a cage feels different than a brick in a wall it's like a brick in a wall is very like i i get that as a mantra but a rat in a cage always yeah. felt like you're a you're a captive yep like a rat doesn't want to be in a cage like i think a brick does want to be in a wall Oh man, yes, that's such an interesting point. Like, I don't know. A brick is like fulfilling its potential by being right. in a wall, and like a wall is an. It's like a metaphor, but that a wall, like clearly, the fucking album is called the Wall. Like, <laughs> like it's a metaphor. It's a what? <laughs> but like the so okay, if if the rat in a cage is to a brick and a wall, then the wall should be equivalent to melancholy and the infinite sadness, right? Yeah. Sadness. Infinite sadness. I don't know. Listen. But like, what is the relationship of the brick of the rat to the melancholy and an infinite sadness? Do you know what um, I'm saying? Well, that, that the, uh, is it about the lack of agency? Like a brick doesn't have agency, but a, a rat is like ostensibly supposed to like that. You're right about the captive thing. And does the knowledge of that lead to a kind of infinite sadness? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's just like, it's not a continue. It's not a large metaphor that is continued throughout the album. Like, what is yeah, the, yeah. like, what is the, what is that called? Extended metaphor. Right, right, like, right. what is the extended metaphor of this album? I feel like it's like, it's what you uh, were saying. Oh, sorry. Just like what you were saying at the beginning about like the artistic concept of the album. Like, it's like very playful. Yeah. Like the like starry. What is, I don't, what's the vibe of the album cover? Like. I don't know how to put it exactly. It's like whimsical. Whimsical um, is a good word. But Nostalgic. Like, uh, yeah, you're right. It, the, there's no central idea except for like a feeling evoked by an art direction. Like, right. Or something. Why did I, why was I just like all on board for the wall, but not this <laughs> album? <laughs> I don't think you need to explain. I don't think that's even a th- thing you need to feel like wondering about. Like, I'm curious. Pink Floyd like more successfully executed an extended metaphor for than... sure for sure but I'm trying to think if they really did or if I just was totally willing to give them credit for it like... oh, maybe a little of column A and a little of column B <laughs> uh, anyway oh my god the world is a vampire the world a is say. a vampire like I feel like there was a point where I like saw that quote attributed to Sylvia Plath on the internet <laughs> and like you kind of see it like it's such a strange thing to say right the world is a vampire sent Sent to to drain drain. what the fuck are vampires sent to do like are they sent on missions they no, but they do drain sent to drain that's such a bizarre phrase like sent to drain (laughs) okay i can't i I gotta stop trying to sing (laughs) music Secret Destroyers. Yeah, like something about his voice is so annoying, but yeah, I love yeah. it. It's, it's an un, undeniable um, bop. We're going way too long, but we I haven't know. talked yet about um, the about the reference to Job in this song. I never even noticed that. Even though I know, I suppose I'll show all my cool and cold like, like old, old Job. Job. 
I never knew that's what he was saying. I did. I, I must have looked wow. it up at some point many, many, many like millions old of years ago. Yeah. What is it even like? Mean? Job was wronged. Every all the bad stuff happened to Job. Oh like, my god! Like old Job. <laughs> talk about a confusing tone. Like is yeah. Right. It's like ridiculous to compare yourself to Job unless you're suffering like real sufferings. You know, yeah. not like yeah, not like disaffected like rock star sufferings. Yeah, something. it's just so confusing. Like I'm like. It's yeah, the, exactly. Like the tone is just so confusing. I don't like that I just said that. I, disaffected <laughs> rock star sufferings are serious too. I, I'm fuck me for saying that. Actually, <laughs> no, I think it's good. I mean, I hear you. Like, no, I think I'm. I I'm think, not here to judge anybody's no, sadness. I am. I am. You I are? think disaffected rock star suffering is like the most like um, the worst kind of suffering to complain about. Yeah, no, in it a is. Song. But maybe he was really sad. You can sad. complain like, in life, maybe the but don't sadness- put it in a song. Yeah. Don't complain to us about <laughs> how you have to perform for us. Like, where, where, where? Call the ambulance. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway. Um. Anyway, great song. Great, yeah, my favorite. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Should we move on to? I guess we're going to do my number two. Okay. Was that the plan? Yeah. Sure. Um, my number two is another song from Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, and it is 33. For a moment I lose myself, ripped up in the pleasures of the world. Journey. tell you that if we were making the list today it would be my number one whoa yeah instead of bullet it's really good like i feel like i remember liking this song um in the 90s and i was excited to re-listen to it because i don't think i've listened to it since then but like i feel like this song really grew on me this week and i have you to thank for that (laughs) yeah it grew on me even though i already knew i loved it it was like (laughs) um well, like, I guess part of it is, and we keep having this experience, I guess, on this podcast, but, like, so much of this is stuff I haven't, like, sat down and had, like, serious feelings about in a long, long time. Um, and I remember, like, that this song, this song definitely, like, snuck up on me back in the day. Like, um, mm-hmm. it wasn't one of the first ones I was obsessed with. And, in fact, I should have shouted out earlier, like, 
my the the first obsession I had on this album was Zero. Like Ooh. I remember, like when I first got my driver's license, like driving around and like screaming the lyrics to. Oh Zero. my god, like, Zero was really a hard cut for me as well. Yeah. yeah. And let's just take a split second to shout out tonight, tonight. Because yeah, tonight's we're not going to talk great about too. it. It's fucked up that we're not talking about it, but we're not. Listen, I, like my <laughs> list, it might have been the longest list I've ever had this week of songs wow. I was considering. It was crazy. I, I couldn't yeah, narrow it down. But 33 is this like just um, this one is to me like where where I'm like it's songs like this that make me make it easy for me to accept the earnestness of this album. And it's like it just feels really um, it's like it's like small in some really nice ways. It's like, um, yeah, I just I'm really moved by it. And I love that just that first line of the song where he's like, speak to me in a language I can hear. That maybe the adult in me now is like really moved by that thought, like mm. having been through decades and decades of like not like of like failing at communicating with people um, mm. in like all kinds of different ways. It's like that is a great thing to say in a song about that's like a little bit about being in love, like huh. speak to me in a language I can hear. Right. For some reason, I always thought he was saying, speak to me in a language I can use. Ooh. I don't oh, know. Wow. What, um, what do you make of, um, of mm. the phrase, tomorrow is just an excuse away? That feels kind of like a throwaway to me almost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it always like, it does feel kind of like a throwaway to be too. Like, I feel like I was like trying to wrap my head around it today. And I was like, I've never even really considered it. Well, it's hard. I feel like it's one of those things where you try and you can't cause it doesn't really like seem like it means anything, but like, I think it always like, it sounds like so much like a, like an aphorism or something. Yeah. 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 But it's like, what does it really mean? Yeah, it's a little too clever, maybe, um, right. to, mean, to mean anything, like or to f- like feel like it means anything. But then I started thinking about, like, I don't know, like, I feel like this song is sort of like a song about, like, hope or something, like yeah. a conversation with oneself about, like, continuing to, like, I don't know, like, yeah. engage in the world or something. Speak to me in a language I can hear. Humor me before I have to go weird deep in thought i forgive everyone Holy as the cluttered so good as the cluttered streets greet me once again can we talk about deep in thought i forgive everyone oh my god so like good. um have you ever had that feeling of like um i think i carry a lot of like baggage around a lot of like mm-hmm. i think of i'm Resentment? a pretty forgiving i'm a yeah i'm a pretty forgiving person but deep down in my dungeon there's resentment like a lot. Sure. And then I have these moments where I'm like, where I feel how cool, how like cool and amazing the world is. And I'm like, you know what? Everyone is forgiven, (sighs) but I can't, I can't like, it doesn't last for like, I don't, I'm not graceful enough to, for it to last or something. Like, well, yeah, I don't think I, yeah, I don't know that I'm like over here. Like, able to forgive everyone for everything like Jesus or something (laughs) (laughs) but maybe but yeah I just like the idea of like well deep in thought it's cool to be like just to add deep in thought because it's like you're it's like this meta 
it's just unnecessary. Like, it's like, of course you're deep in thought if you're Great forgiving point. everyone, but it's like such a nice thing to, to place before the words, I forgive everyone. Like, but yeah, That's I don't so know. Funny. I like, I forgive everyone. Like, yeah. Songs about forgiveness. Like, like just the idea of choosing to forgive. Yeah. I'm thinking about, um, there's the another audio- song on the album called to forgive. Oh Yeah. I was going to shout out the Ani DeFranco song, um, Angry Anymore, classic song about forgiving. Um, Good point. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, it's like the song, it's, uh, yeah, it's very mysterious, the song. It is. Yeah. I wrote for some reason... Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Read, read, read. And for a moment, I lose myself wrapped up in the pleasures of the world. I've Ooh. journeyed here and there and back again, but in the same old haunts, I still find my friends. Ugh. Mysteries not ready to reveal your sympathies. I'm ready to return. I'll make the effort. Love can last forever. Really beautiful stuff, actually. Yeah, like I don't. Okay, so do you think that you. Who do you think the you is? Like, I don't mm. feel like the song is a love song. I feel like it's like in conversation with the self or something. Yeah. It feels that way think? to me. It feels like there's like a, I think I sometimes use you this way when I'm writing poems. It's like, it's bopping around a little bit. It's like, um, mm. I'm thinking about a lot of different yous. And but you have to in- have it mean myself. one thing. What do you mean? I'm just kidding. Oh. I feel like that's like the rule in like a poetry I feel like workshop. You just made me have like a flashback because I feel like I used to get like in trouble for that in workshop a lot. Me too, and I hate it. It's like yeah, I want to like, have the you refer to like 40 different people. I know. Like, what the it. fuck are you talking about? It can, like, it's po. Also, I, I uh, when I was teaching high school, I actually came up with this uh, writing exercise where I would I would have students write a letter to a you. But in every time they put a period or a line break, they had to start thinking about a different you. Oh my god, that's such a cool assignment! And I was like, we have to go in the honor system here. Like, I can't. T- I, can't <laughs> I like, can't know what you're thinking. But like, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's incredible. I wish we should, I was that. We should be like totally free about you. Yeah, we really should. I agree. Yeah. Um, I really love. Uh, what, the line you just read in the same old haunts, I mm. still find my friends. Mm. So it was just like so exciting to hear the word friends in a song. Yeah. Find my friends. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> the other day, like, I don't know what I was watching or maybe I just, I think we were just listening to like some Spotify, like play, like it was just going and that song came on. That's like, um, Oh God, now I can't remember it, but it's was like it my a, friends by the red hot chili peppers. Oh my God. I wish now I love that song. Um, Oh, it was like, that's what friends are for. Oh, wow. And Matt like commented about how like, it's like such a passionate song, but then it's like about friendship. Knowing (laughs) you can always count on me. Oh, man. So good. So good. Anyway, love a song about friendship. Me too. Uh, Okay. Enough about 33. Okay. Oh, uh, wait, I have to just say one more thing about 33, actually, which is that I think a sneaky part of why I love it is that Larry Bird was number 33. Ooh, yeah, I was going to ask, like, what's up with the title? Got to be about that- thinking about thinking about the I think he said at some point that it like thinking about the year 33, like, he, oh, yeah, I was watching some like video of him on like 
storytellers or something where he was like tw- when he was 27 i think he wrote the song and he went to see, like got a tarot reading or something <gasps> and they told him something was going to happen when he was 33 or like wow um so he wrote it about that oh my god wait is 33 the jesus year oh i think it is i think it is oh there's a lot of like jesus stuff let me just quickly google album. how old was jesus when he died well because yeah billy corgan compares himself to jesus on um 33 several songs definitely on zero right like oh yeah tell i was his only son or something yeah yeah and then uh the one we were just on bullet with butterfly butterfly wings like tell me i'm the only one yeah okay so i'm getting a a stronger sense of a concept coming through (laughs) 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 which i always appreciate um as as a fan Uh, of the wall <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> you should get a, uh, a fan of the wall T-shirt. Would be so good. Fan of just fan of a the wall. fan of the wall crop top. <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! Stay right. tuned next week for crop top talk. <laughs> oh yes, love crop top talks. Um. Okay. Okay. Let's do your number two. Oh, my number two. Okay. So my number two is off Pisces Iscariot. It is called Starla. aforementioned um t-shirt that i had had the lyrics on the back and the lyrics um Mm -hmm. oh wait what were the the lyrics that were on the back were yeah what were they oh can i remember i'm gonna try to remember it by heart okay serve yourself no one else can do for you like you no one else fails like me in my eyes, I burn alive. Fly like a bird. No more words, just you and I. High in the sky. A hundred percent. Yes! Not a single mistake was made. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. You get an A++. Thank you for my Smashing Pumpkins memory. Amazing <laughs> work. I love oh it. Oh, my God. But, like, yeah, like, those lyrics are incredible. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. it's like this epic, like, uh, I feel like, okay, so like Pisces Iscariot was like Iscariot. I never had to say it. Iscariot? I think you've I think it. it's Iscariot. Got the old cassette liner notes here again. I feel like, should I screenshot you holding <laughs> like that up? It's like a scroll. Like, hold on. Let me, yeah, let, me sure. just, let me just do this here. Uh, got it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and um, I guess like this album is like B-Sides. Yeah. Um, it came out after Siamese Dream, but before Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. It came out in 
94, though, as I texted you last night, there's like a mysterious 2007 Amazing. at the end of Billy Corgan's letter in the liner notes, which yeah. like this letter is insane. Like, I know like Billy Corgan is supposed to be like a horrible, like an egomaniac and like a terrible human. Like, is that right? A, a lot of people. <laughs> Sor- I don't know. I was like, sources. What's, like d- no, like on uh, what's her name? Darcy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget her last name now. The that's bass like player. Horrifying. What? Yeah, the bass player. Um, we need we need to like find I, her last on name. the liner notes. She always the, they, it was always just the name Darcy. There was like no last name with it. I know she wasn't given a last name, but she <laughs> oh, does God. have one. Um. Okay, Darcy Retsky. That's right. oh yeah, Retsky. So right. it's like Jake. She. Last I feel like. <laughs> oh yeah, you're Retsky. Shout out to Jake. Um, she called him like an abusive, horrible person in like some, some interview, but Uh, I mean, it's just funny that like that in mind that like the whole liner notes is just like Billy Corgan writing about the songs in first person. (laughs) 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 And I'll read this because I was looking at this last night in relation to Starla. It says, I met this girl in Dallas when we were on tour with the chili pep peppers and that was where i got the idea for the name for the song because when she said her name i thought wow what a great title for a song two and a half years later i run into the same girl at a party and i say did you hear that song we recorded using your name starla (laughs) and she said no my name is darla but uh Wait, my name is Darla, but hey, Starla, Darla, whatever. It doesn't matter. So there you go. Never trust a girl who ends up with, well, I can't say. Like, that's kind of a dick oh, thing Jesus to say. Christ. But anyway, um, <laughs> like, don't trust her because you misheard her name. Yeah, like, wouldn't want to trust anyone <laughs> for telling you the truth and you mishearing the truth. <laughs> Oh my god! But anyway, Starla is just a really cool name. Mm-hmm. I feel like in middle school, I wanted it to be my baby name. Oh, like, yeah, pretty cool name. Yeah, very cool name. It's also like yeah, like it's like it. I feel like this. I feel like this um, album has like a very like maybe it's just this song, but it's like the interstellar vibe. Yeah. You know, which I is kind cool. of feel like they have an interstellar vibe in general. There's I like guess some, so. Yeah, there's some sort of like, I, yeah. I wouldn't. I never thought of that word for it, but yeah. I well, certainly melancholy and infinite sadness feels like there's like the starscape. Looking happening. at the firmament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're yeah. looking at the firmament. Yeah. Um, and I know. Uh, I do. Okay. Um, this song. Basically, it's just epic. It's I totally it. epic. It By the way, it's like, like 10 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's like, like 10 minutes long. It's like kind of like a Grateful Dead song or something. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like <laughs> um, a jam. Yeah, like a jam sesh. Yeah. Um, but wait, I just wanted to quickly shout out the song that you... Um, you <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to talk about... Uh, yeah, good. <laughs> So on this album, there is a cover of Landslide Fuck yeah, there is. by fucking Fleetwood Mac, and it is amazing. It's really and good. earlier this week, you were like... <laughs> I landslide shamed you. Yeah, you landslide shamed me. It was fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. 
you were like, oh, because we started listening to this band and I was like, my number one is already locked in. And I think you texted me like, is it the landslide cover? LOL. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. That was fucked up. Terrible friend. I... Well, I didn't know it was a fucking Fleetwood Mac song. It's like when you hear this song for the first time, you're like, this is an incredible Smashing Pumpkins song. Yeah. This is so good. Can, I can't even imagine. You're so lucky you got to think that. This is for the so privilege long, of having like an older sibling. College. No, it's not the pri- It's the opposite. In, no, because I never even knew Pisces Iscariot existed until like. Oh, that I, wasn't I was my like, sister's doing that. But you're right. Like, she definitely probably like taught me about Smashing Pumpkins. And then I went out and like yeah. bought Pisces Iscariot. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm sitting around like a <laughs> jackass waiting for Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. But no, I didn't. But you, I didn't even know about Fleetwood Mac until like college. That's yeah okay. It's or no tr- high school. It's true that I, in some ways, I like knew about Fleetwood Mac. I feel like yeah. that's what I was gonna say. Like your privilege yeah. was knowing about Fleetwood Mac, probably <laughs> like the privilege of being an elderly man as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, such a good landslide is a great Smashing Pumpkin song. It is a but, great um, Smashing Pumpkin song. It's a great song by the. It was my Pumpkin. well because it was like my favorite song on the album. So I could have picked it, or like one of my favorite songs. I thought you might after we had that conversation. I kind of wanted to pick it out of spite. I know, but I also felt like once you know it's a fucking Fleetwood Mac song, and then you know the Fleetwood Mac song, like it's like a bizarre choice. Did we have we ever picked a? I think we picked a cover at some point, but I can't remember what band it was. I definitely think I picked the Iron Man cover by the that was it that's it it might have been the only cover that we've discussed yeah and I remember we had that conversation leading up to it like is it okay it's weird to pick a cover but I feel like for that I almost picked it for that band too yeah yeah, sounds amazing but it's weird to do it for Smashing Pumpkins just because there were so many songs I was contending with yeah but anyway all right we can move on we don't should we talk more about Starla or no Oh, I mean, I don't really have that much else to say about it. Like, it's so good. It's amazing. It's a uh, what I like most about it is um, how how you can get lost in it. Like, they have other songs as a band that are that long. Like, I was thinking about Porcelina of the Vast Ocean, but like, oh my god, um, Starla, you can really get lost in. It's like very yes, that's a great. It's way beautiful, of it. and it goes on <clears throat> so. It's just like really. Yeah. An immersive experience. It is an immersive experience. And I think, oh, it was so good. Like, listen, last week I was like on the subway Mm. listening to like this album, I guess. And it was just like very immersive. Like, I was, yeah, I don't know. But um, I, oh, I think like, yeah, I guess I feel like I wanted, like, I ended up, um, I wanted to choose a song from this album just because, like, yeah, like I just feel like I was like really into this album. Like yeah. and that what what did you call it? Like immersive or you can get lost in it. Like yeah, that lost, feeling yeah. is something I always like associated with this band because I feel like that's the kind of quality of a Smashy Pumpkin song that I like really love. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I do. That's all. Um Okay, you're number one. <gasps> Oh my god. All right, so my number one is Disarm. Disarm with a smile. Leave 
fucking song we picked off of Siamese Dream. I just, but, and I, but I do want to at least say again that I would like. I do think Siamese Dream is a better album than Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I feel like confused even that I chose like one song off Melancholy and Infinite Sadness, considering like how much I love Siamese Dream. But it's like weird. I feel like doing this exercise of picking songs, it's like you want to choose, you want to honor things for being songs. And it's like the yeah. songs, some of like the hits on like, on, on, I almost called it Bullet with Butterfly Wings, on Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness are like standout hits. Yeah. They're, like undeniable songs. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like Disarm was like my, like I just, I didn't even have to listen to this band. Like I knew this would be my number pick, so- number one pick. And I feel like the song is just like, for me, I'm like, I'm like borderline offended you didn't choose (laughs) (laughs) Choose this song. Because to me, it towers above all of their songs. I love it so much. I like can't imagine a song that sounds better than this song. Do you want me to do, should I explain my, do I have to explain myself? If you want, no, no need. Well, it's like, I I get it. Like, I'm just kidding. I love the song, obviously, as I love, as I I would say, though, that as I love every song on Siamese Dream. um, Yeah. It like it doesn't feel like it stands out to me in the same way. And and I can and I can tell you that it's about it's about the line. The killer in me is the killer in you. It's it, it, which is just always felt sort of. Like, um, I just can't wrap myself around it somehow. Oh, so I don't like that know what song, to do that line it. is off-putting for you enough that. You uh, know. yeah. Like, what I love about this song is like everything else, or like I, I love the way that. it sounds, and like I love like uh, what I choose is my choice, or like uh, yeah, I, like <laughs> the whole like what's a boy supposed to do thing, but oh it's just God. like. For some reason, the fact that it all sort of congeals in this idea of the killer in me is the killer in you. I just like, I don't know. It's a weird moment where my negative capability doesn't doesn't shine through. And I'm like, I just get lost thinking about what it means or something. No, I think that's like a really fair point. Like, I feel like that song is, I mean, that line is definitely to me like the the I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely like I don't know if I want to say it's like the weakest line hmm. or it's like the most meaningless. Like it's definitely the line that I'm like the least interested in, I guess. Yeah. Like so I could definitely see what you mean about being like put off like by It's just that line. Yeah, but by that line. A, but I totally it's an incredible song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean I feel like it's I love it so much. Like I want um I want to hear it for the first time. Oh, <laughs> like, I just song. feel like it's such yeah. a good song. Like, it's like, um, it's musically so beautiful. Like, I think there's like a violin. Gorgeous. Like, is there like, is that happening in other songs in this album? I guess. But like, I feel like for some reason in this song, it just feels so like, um, what's the word? Like, um, dramatic like like orchestra what is the word i'm trying to think of like like just it reaches like, this crescendo kind yeah of like, like it's yeah. just like a very like dramatic like or- orchestral experience or yeah. something um yeah no, and then totally. like and then like lyrically it's like so like it's just like so compelling like yeah. it's like like i guess like i don't know just like starting with like disarm you with a smile 
is such a strange idea. Yeah. Um, it's like, troubling. It's so weird and off-putting. Yeah. Like to disarm someone with a smile is like what? To, to think of it from the like from the perspective of a child, like part of what's creepy about it. Creepy is the wrong word. I'm like, I'm actually like moved by how like, uh, but it's like um, for a child to know that they're doing that, like that a child like uses a, that you use a smile Ooh. as like a way of staying safe kind of. Oh my God. Or, like, that to, is scary. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. It feels, I don't know, this song, it's like a very beautiful and intense song to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's interesting. Like I never thought about it as like disarm you with a smile. Well, I also like, okay. Like I just think I love this song, like in a way that's not even about like the lyrics per se, but like, I feel like I never thought of it like disarm you with a smile or like, I never thought of the whole thing in the voice of like a child, but that is interesting. Like, it's like, that's scary. Like to be like, I have to disarm my parent with a smile. Like the word disarm, like I didn't meant to like look it up because I don't feel like I totally get what it means. Cause like, well, you, okay. I think it means like a ton of different shit. It can mean a ton of different (laughs) shit. Like I think like to find someone disarming, like, you kind of find them. I think it's sort of like you find them like charming yeah. or like um, un, un, unthreatening. Yeah. Definitely charming. I think I think like disarm me with a smile and like a romantic or like, yeah, like a kind of romantic romantic context. Like I imagine it like disarm because it's like disarm you with a smile and leave you like they left me here happens at one point it's like it feels like it's like this weird relationship with a you that is like a romantic you and like the idea of disarming someone with a smile is so like sweet and soft and charming like i imagine it like the the first time you meet someone yeah like you like meet someone in a bar and they kind of like smile at you yeah 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 or something and like the word must come from like I mean, I'm looking it up and there's yeah, like, please read us the death. Well, there's like the, st- the first definition has to do with like taking weapons away from some, like of literally course. disarming someone. Right. So like, um, the fact that it like, it's so interesting to think about that as the relationship between that and charming someone right. is like, um, because it's <sighs> like, uh, what it's really about is like when you're disarmed, your guard is down, you're vulnerable. Yeah, I guess, like, maybe I just don't know what the word means. Like, it's like, does it mean... I feel like disarming gets to be used in a way where it's like you're not talking about someone as, like, threatening or, like, it has nothing to do with threat. Right. But is it... But it's like, I guess the word, in a way, is, like, inextricably tied to the idea of threat, which is interesting. Yeah, that's that's a better way of saying what I... Yeah, that's it. I think that's right. It's like we get the metaphor is threat that leads to the other definitions of the word. Right. But yeah, I don't know. It's like the idea. I feel like still is something sweet about the idea of like disarming someone with a smile. To oh, me. yeah. Yeah. Well, it's usually yeah. a sign of kind. It's like most of the time. Yes, it's like exactly. A sign of okay. kindness. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's like and I feel like the idea of like having that be the name of a song like i guess i could see it being heavy-handed but i just never like have read it that way well 
as like a as someone who has uh many times in my life been accused of smiling too much um, Ooh, wow yeah, uh, who accused you of such a thing sometimes it's not accusatory but like well, when you work with high school kids, you like learn all this shit about yourself because oh, they just right. tell you they just that they're just there. like, oh, you do this annoying thing. Like, <laughs> you idiot. Like, um, but yeah, they 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 were creeped out in many cases by how much I smile. Um, what? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, You're a perfect angel. Well, but uh, so th- thank you for saying that. But uh, I as someone who d- I do know that I'm doing it quite often and. Most of the time, it's like me being kind. It's like passing a stranger on the street and like having a moment of smiling with them, or like mm-hmm. you use it at the checkout aisle at the grocery store. Like, but sometimes it's just me getting getting out of trouble, or like, or avoiding an awkward encounter, or like mm. diffusing a situation, like disarming so it, with a smile. Yeah. Anyway, wow. that's all. I, that's all I wanted to say about that. Interesting. What about ooh, the years burn? I mean, yeah, that's so weird. The years burn. Like we were texting about it earlier. The years burn. I never knew he said the years burn, and like I always just thought he said it is burn. (laughs) I did too. I totally did too. Until this week. It is is burn. I totally did. I never would have been able to put it into words, but as soon as you just said that, I'm like, so weird. It but is like, burn. It is burn. <laughs> like that's yeah, actually years, what he's saying. That is what he's saying. The I'm dubious. Yeah. The years burn, but like as we discussed over text earlier, like they do burn. Come to they do burn. It. Yeah, <laughs> can't nowhere no getting around that. Yeah, I mean, like the song is like. um it's like a song about like the turmoil of the inner child. Mm-hmm. Like what? I don't know. It's just like amazing to me. Like, yeah, I don't know. Cut you, cut you like you want me to cut that little child inside of me and such a part of you. Like, I think I like how like awkward that sounds. Yeah. What is, who is the you? Like, I, I who do, do you think know. the you is? I really like I'm so lost in okay. it. like uh it feels like parent could it be parents? Yeah, could it I be feel like, like it could be parents. abusive parents. But it's like the you is it, it's the thing we were talking about earlier because it's like the you changes, right? right like right, and that definitely. is like so I feel like there's a you that's like a parent but well, it's and then later there, there's like a direct address to my love, right? Like my love, right. I send this smile over to you. Like, oh my god, I send this smile over to you. Incredible. <laughs> like I feel like that's where like like yeah, like disarm you with a smile and then it's like I'm just sending a smile over to you. Like I feel like there's all these like weird phrasings of like just it's like you could just say like I smiled at you or like <laughs> yeah. hey, I could just smile, like no yeah. words necessary, but like to say like I send a smile I send this smile over to you. Yeah. It's like such a It's detached. It's just de- like no. in a bad way? Um in a complicated in a way. In a complicated way. Oh wow. in like a I wouldn't say bad. It like Oh man, I'm, I don't I, think of it. I'm, as... I'm projecting. I'm, no, I, I, we all everything, are. Yeah, I know, but like, I'm, I really am. <laughs> what are you projecting? Just, it's just like a kind of like, um, 
unable to like uh, come to terms, like unable to understand one's own thoughts to the point that everything is self-conscious, I guess is what it feels like to me. Wow. Like what I choose is my choice. What I choose is my voice. Like stuff like that is so that's not how like (laughs) that's not how choosing works really like you don't think about like most choices that we make aren't choices we think about actually it's like you could do all Mm -hmm. kinds of different things but you do most of the time as you're going through your day you're just doing stuff like it is technically choices like am i gonna get the like the black raspberry seltzer or the lime seltzer. It's like, Ooh. I'm not actually making the choice in a way where I'd be like, what I choose is my choice. <laughs> but you I know, mean, some like choices I'm just doing are weighty. It. Yeah. Some, I just think most aren't. And so like, uh, unless you're a person who's completely self-conscious in which yeah. case then like everything becomes like, right. Well, I'm, I'm behaving right now or like, I don't know. Huh? Well, I feel like I send this smile over to you. Like, it's like, I feel like it's like everything. A lot of the things in the song are like, like, I think of it more as like everything that could just be like a, everything is translated into a grand gesture. Like, it's like, I send yeah. this smile over to you. It's like, I'm not just smiling at you. I'm like putting a smile mm. into like an envelope I'm like sealing the envelope. I'm like putting little like stickers on it. And then I'm like sending it to you. Like it's like such a grand gesture of like, just like huh. giving someone a feeling of a smile or something. And yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know, like what I choose is my voice. I have like no fucking idea. But like, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's just like. Um, no, I like that. The grand we- gesture makes sense to me. Like, I feel like it's such a grand, like, the song feels so, like, grandiose. And it's, like, all these little, like, things. But it feels like, yeah, it's, like, disarm you with a smile. Leave leave you like they left me here to wither in denial. The bitterness of one who's left alone. Like, Mm. so it is, like, this song about, like, a cycle of, like, um, violence or, like, a generational, like, turmoil or something right like it feels to me like a song about like trying to be in relationship in a new way when you like have these like violent models or something or this like bitterness i don't know and like that's i think why the like little sweet moments feel like they like shine against a backdrop of like turmoil or something yeah yeah no i'm like this is why i feel like i'm projecting because like to me like yeah, everything you're saying feels true to me, but like it just fe- to me it feels like the pr- the speaker of the song like doesn't it's it's like totally stuck in in the bad stuff kind of. Like it's oh. a song about being stuck in the bad stuff. But oh, I don't know that that's actually there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I could see it. I mean, it's definitely a lot about being in bad stuff, like withering and denial and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I also, I just want to say like, to just, to just like croon the words I used to be a little boy. I was was hoping that's what you were about to say. Yeah. It's amazing. It's incredible. Like, it's like, it's just so like, I just, I feel like there's so much of like, yeah, like just saying something so obvious in such like a powerful way. What's a boy supposed to do? 
Ugh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like it's just a very triumphant song about like overcoming, not overcoming, but like navigating like childhood and like navigating. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'll go. I can go as far as navigating. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go to overcoming either. Well, but, no, yeah. but like no one overcomes their childhood. That God, wouldn't be honest. Yeah. Great point. Great point. <laughs> so no old in my yet. shoes. <laughs> um let's see do we have what do you have any other final smashing pumpkins thoughts i don't even think so the world is a vampire <laughs> you want to end where we began with you singing <laughs> oh man those lines um, oh my god well should we wrap um, yeah let's let's uh let's move okay, let's wrap okay. up all right, so yeah, let's. Uh, if you if you like our podcast, you can rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review, and, and subscribe. You can follow us on social media, and mm-hmm. our um, our theme song is by Golden West Service, featuring Shreddy Better. No, oh, I hear uh, Golden West Service making a ruckus back there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah, we'll see you next time.